Hello everyone, welcome to the 7th or is it 8th episode eighth. of The Many Pakistans. As you know, The Many Pakistans is a podcast dedicated to celebrating the diversity within Pakistan and today we are going to discuss Khaybar Pakhtunkhwa. I have with myself the very fabulous <laughs> Nilofar Afridi Kazi. Hi Afan. Hi Many Pakistan <laughs> listeners, not Afan. <laughs> Oh, that's right. Hi, all 200 million of you. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, Nino, as I know, um, comes from Balochistan and Khyber Pakhtunkhwa. And I would like to ask her, how does that happen? Well, when mother and father get together, I become 50%, 50%. (laughs) So, are you a Pathan? Yes, I am. How does a Pathan... So, there are Pathans in Balochistan and Pathan in Khyber Pakhtunkhwa. And they both end up meeting and then Nino comes to the world. (laughs) That's right. So, Nino, tell me more about Khyber Pakhtunkhwa because we have heard... uh, So, it's a province whose name was recently changed. I grew up um, with NWFP as the name. Yes, Um, that is correct. Um, In the previous government... No, that's not true. In this government, uh, Nawaz Sharif uh, took it upon himself to change the name from the Northwest Frontier Province to Khyber Pakhtunkhwa and short KPK. It's a little controversial, uh, the name change, because um, KP, which is what uh, a lot of the citizens in K- uh, KPK would like, um, are a bit they don't quite they they find the name a bit odd because Khyber is a area region or a district so to speak in the entire province while Khyber Pakhtunkhwa means the land of the Pathans so you it's a bit of a problem because why has one district been you know like glorified to some extent hmm. and secondly it's not only the land of the pathans so who else like who else comes from this land because if it's not pathans then who certainly not it's a very very uh, multicultural multi ethnic and multi religious uh, province you have large the larger groups are hazaras hmm. uh, Kailash, you know, the very famous But Kailash. Kailash is not that large, right? But it's really famous. It's famous, but it's uh, over three valleys and it has a very ancient uh, civilization and culture and thriving. Chitralis, which are, are not Pathans, they're a completely different uh, ethnic group. And then you have Kohistanis, which is another area uh, of uh, KP uh, residents. So all of these are not Pathans. So Chitrali is not a Pathan, Not right? at all. Not I, at so all. I I know this but i want our listeners to know this as they well have different languages they have different histories they have different food um they have different traditions but they're all pakistanis great so nino like um i've been a visitor to your province maternal province yes. i worked a little bit in the education sector so that led me to Mardan, sawabi a little bit also traveled to Chitral because of a friend and then also went all the way from the Vakhan corridor and yes. stuff. So this province is absolutely beautiful. Gorgeous. There's so much. Mountains, and rivers. The, and the people are so nice. Like I, So I worked in the communities and every time I went there, I knew people would not eat for a week just to take care of the guests they, they were having, right? Well, you know, uh, there, is, uh, you know there is a tradition of Mehman Nawazi um, and the 
that's across the country, of course, but many say that, you know, the Pathans and their hospitality, you know, goes to a level of, you know, extreme to some extent. And their honor is bound by it and Mehman uh, Nasti. And, you know, so uh, a guest is never refused uh, an audience or protection. These are traditional pre-modern societies, uh, tribal societies. And so their traditions, you know, there are many facets to those traditions which are wonderful and warm and, you know, all embracing. You know. I loved my time in Khyber Pakhtunkhwa. Every time I've gone, I've gone to Buner, Charsadda, and every time. And I've worked in the poorest of areas, but these people had the most biggest of hearts. Yes, that, that's a global phenomena, it seems, that w- with very little, somehow your generosity and heart sort of opens up. <laughs> And 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 you know, do you, do you know? Like, uh, I never thought like there were rivers in Khyber Pakhtunkhwa, but I realized there were. And um, many rivers. In we fact. talk about Punjab's rivers, but we have never really brought like talked about two Khyber. main rivers that uh, most people would know: um, the Kabul River, which we of course we share with Afghanistan, and then the Indus, which cuts right across our grand land. But you know, we also have the Gomal River, Bara River. Um, and the Jindi River, uh, Alai uh, Khawar, and Swat River, Bampokha, and Kohat uh, River, Siran, Usha, and a river in Khurram. So, I mean, I also didn't really know till I sort of wanted to figure out, you know, this land which is associated with mountains and relatively barren, but uh, you have these beautiful small rivers and large rivers as well. And it and it's not barren because when you figure out, like I traveled, uh, like in my visits with Buner and Chasadai, the one thing which attracted me the most was the greenery. And and that's something which I feel that Punjab is known for its vegetation, for its agriculture. Well, I mean, you know, there really are only four uh, major districts other than Swat. Uh, uh, Swat is sort of a mountainous uh, valley uh, district, which of course is a, an, uh, an old principality, as uh, many of you know. But... Uh, um, uh, but Sawabi, Charsada, Mardan, they really are the uh, bread no. baskets and, you know, what we call settled, non-mountainous uh, districts. Most of our politicians come from there. Uh, you know, our political movements have, you know, come from there. And uh, that's, I suppose, the heart and soul of, uh, you know, agriculture and uh, uh, movements and political leadership but of course you know they are um, fata for example unfortunately as uh, as you know i mean it they're very much uh, you know part of the culture and they're also t- uh, very tribal but they are a separate part of they are not actually formally uh, part of kpk they, as you know there is discussion to have uh, integration of fata finally Hmm. Uh, into the main body of uh, KPK and Pakistan that way. And and we would do another episode for our listeners on FATA, GB and, and a lot more, Absolutely. right? But for KPK, so what is the one thing which you absolutely love about the, the uh, KPK culture? I mean, you know, uh, I'm very proud of being a Pathan. I mean, and, uh, and why is that? Every so every person I've met who's a, they say like I'm a proud Pashtun, I'm a proud Muslim, I'm a proud uh, Pakistani. Why is this Pashtun the first thing they remember? It's uh, 
it's a it's a good question i mean you know we've i suppose uh, whether it's overt or subliminal there is uh, you know a very strong sense of honor you know that we are a people who uh, fought for freedom and um, at the heart of uh, our culture is freedom we are not a hierarchical culture i mean you know tribal some tribal societies like the baloch are very hierarchical um in punjab as you know there's very strong sense of hierarchy and uch neech amongst the pathans there isn't i mean you know so whether you're poor or rich uh the understanding uh between uh man and man is you know we are the we are equal i can't so, say so the between man, male and female is another matter that's my question yes. so between man and man it is equal but yes. what about being a, a, a pathan woman well i mean you know again you know like we are uh traditionally of course uh, you know like the uh, women are um you, you know considered to be you know like an extension of their honor and uh, unfortunately they are uh, ancient customs uh, which have nothing to do with religion but very patriarchal culture you know cultural norms where uh, women are used to settle disputes you know or uh, you know, or sort out uh, rivalries or you know um problems which of course happens in many pre-modern societies as well and so uh, it's a struggle and uh, there are many people uh, uh, educated people uh, pakistanis from across the board who struggle with these uh, traditions so but with, but other than that i mean the role of the uh, female in Pukhtu, traditional pakhtun families is very strong i mean she makes decisions in the house amongst the families marriages etc so uh, so one of the things which i understood um, having worked with the women of kpk was that we also come with a certain kind of bias sort of uh, thinking that if she is wearing the chadar a certain way she's not liberated and that is something which i realized that it was wrong she was very liberated in her own way um in her own cultural form she was empowered but that empowerment would ma- not make sense in let's say an urban setting for instance like i remember this woman who is like um what is what is my man's job uh why is he not doing this for me and i was like so you can do it and she's like no it is his job and my job is what i do so i kind of like in a way i was like okay so maybe we are understanding this whole culture from an ethnocentric lens and in you her chadar i'm actually i'm i'm glad you brought up the issue of the chadar because you know chadar is uh, a very um, local very south asian a very pakhtun uh, um, you know a garb which is very very different to hijab uh, and and uh, all the things related to hijab whether it's indonesian or arab so the chadar does not uh, indicate you know that kind of religious connotations of morality and uh, uh, sanctioned by god it so, is uh, yeah, it is part of the clothing shalwar kameez um and uh, the chadar is uh, you know around you or over the head i was head. fascinated by the patterns of chadar as well because you know like uh, this is something which i realized if a woman from sawabi is in mardan 
people identify her without seeing her face or anything but just with each other because uh, there are all these like patterns which are embroideries so, embroideries and also like some sometimes I ask them like why is all your chadars so similar it's like it's this like is the chadar yeah if you remember you know like especially in uh, across the country um you can identify you know people by the how they tie their uh, headgear pagdi or a topi the sindhis for example and style so not all districts of uh, um, kp have uh, you know a specific design or, but some particularly do uh, hmm. like the da- like for example not all districts have um, dance for example but the khataks are well known for it you know hmm. there's a in fact there's a dance which is called the khatak dance and everyone understands what that means hence the diversity in the many pakistans yes, right so absolutely. kpk is not one either not so at all. It's, it, not. it has so it's much it's the third largest uh, in the uh, in the four provinces uh, we're not including i mean azad jammu and kashmir and uh, gb but and all as you just just you know like 26 districts and uh, we are having the census shukar alhamdulillah is starting again <laughs> but according to uh, you know the numbers in 2011 there are approximately 27 million in uh, kp so a little bit so pakistan's identity and uh, the narrative was built on migration right because yes. punjab was cut into half and all that but kpk did not uh, Uh, did not see that kind of migration in my opinion was is it true or well um no because uh, you know the extent the the durand line for example you know which is uh, a line that the british uh, imposed on us uh, pre partition and so you have a part of afghanistan now which were part of one entire area so you have the same tribes you know on both sides of the border hmm. and so this did affect um, uh, kpk in particular and hence whenever the political situations arise and the borders close it doesn't just have trade effects it has very uh, emotional and uh, you know uh, effects which at, at a very personal level of those tribes and those people who are you know in both sides of the border and and also i've seen a lot of pathans migrated to karachi and other That's cities correct. so, so it's the most integrated province all over the country like and unlike... i would say uh, many of the pakhtuns post partition have thrived enormously in 70 years of uh, independence i mean as i said karachi is uh, one of the largest pakhtun cities uh, um in the country uh, nino this really confuses me so what is a pakhtun pashtun and pathan like what is the difference like well uh, well you know uh, uh, in balochistan you know uh, pashtun um frontier pakhtun and the british said pathan So, so it's all the same it's all the same it's all oh, the same it's man. all the same so uh, so does kpk have its own cinema or something which has ever <laughs> come out or <laughs> you will not believe it but uh, yes very thriving <laughs> you know um in fact it's called pollywood seriously <laughs> based in peshawar pollywood pollywood and wow. with a big p <laughs> following hollywood and bollywood and um, the industry obviously is not very uh, huge and the lang- the medium of uh, you know uh, conversation and dialogue is in pashto and um, 
perhaps not the most sophisticated, uh, but you know, some of them have been uh, very uh, popular. I mean, in 1970, uh, I think one of the December 1st, 1970, there was a, a movie called, um, what was it called? Uh, Bano, which was considered to be the first, you know, nationwide released uh, movie in Pakistan. And, you know, you had Yusuf Khan, uh, Sher Bano, Aziz Tabassum, uh, Yasmin Khan, these are apparently well-known actors. And unfortunately or fortunately, I mean, now, you know, a lot of the uh, maybe not so uh, um, kosher films, you know, also are uh, developed over there. So, I mean, they have a very thriving um, film industry at, you know, small films, big films, but yes, uh, you have but, very But it is still struggling vibrant. to grow into like a more mature industry absolutely, for the country. Absolutely. So uh, from, from that, I go into a little bit of language. Like I've never, so I've seen like in KPK every time I realize that no matter what they do know Pashto. In fact, like if someone does only, not. Only, only uh, Pashto speaking districts. I mean, so for example, in Chitral, uh, those who, uh, you know, work in Peshawar or work in other, uh, you know, um, you know, southern districts may have picked up Pashto, but actually Chitralis don't speak Pashto. But uh, Punjabis don't speak Punjabi when they grow, uh, like in a way, like at times when I've seen like yes, in the next generation. Yes, I mean, in generation. that sense, you're right. Most so, Pathan families, for them, you know, identity is very uh, closely tied up with language. So the language is very important. And that's what I wonder, like, so, so Punjabis have uh, enjoyed power in this country, they've thought, but their relationship with the language is not as strong as a Pash, uh, Pashtun's relationship. Well, with I it. think because, you know, Urdu kind of dominated and they very easily adopted uh, Urdu. Hmm. But I think when you go to the, you know, the hinterland districts in Punjab, hmm. they're not speaking Urdu, they're speaking Punjabi, you know. So, uh, so Nino, I have this, um, so growing up, I, I heard this stereotype and I want you to dispel it. Huh. The stereotype is that Pathans are either very, very modern, like very secular, very outgoing or huh. very, very religious. There's no like a middle way between either <laughs> identities because they're so passionate so either they'll have to be extremely religious or they're to be extremely modern is this true mm, well you know uh, the sec the only secular party in this country which is a pre-partition party uh, uh, did come from you know bacha khan uh, did set up a uh, a party which today is called ANP, but you know, it was uh, before that it was uh, National Awami Party. So it is the only, you know, um, progressive, secular, on paper uh, movement that came out of Pakistan. I mean, other than, of course, the Communist Party, you know, which uh, exists, but I mean, you know, I mean, uh, at, in a very small fashion and it has no presence uh, um, on a national level. Um, as I said, because at a fundamental level, our ethos is egalitarian. Uh, so progressiveness with uh, modernity comes naturally. Hmm. Patriarchy um, is uh, endemic, but that's, uh, you know, I think a global phenomena and certainly a national phenomena. Um, tribal societies, uh, 
even uh, today we have what we call settled districts and you know uh, tribal districts um fata being uh, one of them uh, you know that region as well so in in that they follow they not they are religious muslim being muslim and being pakhtun is considered to be uh, synonymous hmm. um and but the cultural practices of the tribe actually trump okay so even though it's synonymous it's the patriarchal traditions which trump religion so in a way when when someone says i'm pashtun i'm muslim i'm pakistani it's kind of like it's sort one. of explaining the order of that identity yes, as well yes that's correct that's correct okay so we um so my favorite food um from kpk it's a very difficult thing to decide i actually love the palau there i they they have this beautiful like really long rice Great. with the, yeah, well, I mean, yeah. and and it's delicious and i also like one thing which i love and i found out was the soup in chitral it's i don't know what it's called but it's like um, it has kind of pasta in it with true. a lot of um, minced meat and it's a meal on its own self that's and right. um, that's right that i really like there's a huge variety of food um in uh, across pakistan and within uh, uh, kp there's an enormous variety of food i mean most people know chapli kebab many people know pulao oh the chapli kebab you know, they're uh, so delicious and you know pulao every family has its own recipe short grain rice is in uh, uh, swap beautiful short grain rice basmati rice is usually used uh, for uh, palau but today we use sela rice you know which is much easier to uh, bhuno and it doesn't break so easily so we use different kinds of rice so traditionally of course it's the long grain rice basmati but today you know for convenience sake many people use sela rice um and banu uh, you know banu is a um, uh, a district in uh, kp which had a very very famous spice market hmm. which it's uh, unfortunately dying out but uh, all sorts of spices were uh, available over there and those spices would travel not only the length and breadth of the province but would in, in into the rest of the country as well so right. um and then of course you have uh, along the uh, along the indus and all the rivers we have beautiful fish and in so so chapli kebab from takht bhai fish from <laughs> where like where do i get along the best fish um, along uh, sawabi i mean you know um, along the is it barbecued is it fried is it like what's the best way to eat it barbecued and uh, and fried different and, and the masalas come from banu or you know it's so uh, so growing up in kpk you would have like not growing up like but being uh, going in and out yes. you would have family and so what's the favorite family dish which from from the mother's side uh you see again because of the uh, various forms of influence i love ash i mean i love love ash what is ash um ash is a uh, pasta yogurt mints um kabli chana and um spinach oh it yeah. sounds so delicious yes, and interesting yes and it's layered and you know you have lots of uh mint and it's it's it it is a very it's a um, one dish entire meal 
and uh, very uh, soothing in the summer. I, I love it. It's it sounds like um, that Turkish thing, manti or what is? A uh, mantu, which mantu. we also have in uh, Chitral, has it. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, it, Central Asian. Uh, and of course, uh, as you know, Turkey, you know, like, uh, so th- these are all traditions that, you know, we share, you know, um, we're not a very spicy, oily, you know, this, uh, the KPK is more, unless of course you go, uh, you know, like in the, in the valleys where you have rice and, you know, um, lentils and vegetables, otherwise everything was cured and barbecued and, few spices aromatic but not many spices you know i've just like my mouth is watering <laughs> i i also have one more question like uh, so what's with kpk women and their fancy shawls like i've seen all of these so like i've seen some of the aunties wearing like shatush and being very proud of their shawl collection so what is all that <laughs> i don't know i mean as you know shatush is banned in most of the world <laughs> yeah it is it is against wildlife and all that but like it is there and I mean, people wear actually it. Actually, beautiful shawls. I mean, you have Swati embroidered shawls. You have Chitrali beautiful embroidered shawls. And then, of course, uh, let's not forget we have had Afghan guests, you know, for over thirty years, and their uh, embroidery is out of this world. So, a lot of the embroidery that you see. Um, is Afghan embroidery, mm. you know, and so many people confuse. In the Hazara districts, you have they spin this incredible, incredible khadi cotton, you know, and many of their patterns and designs people mistake as either Swati um, or uh, Afghan, but it's not. It's a local Hazara design. So you know, naturally, you know, like the many Pakistans, we influence each other, right? Mm. And uh, maybe the very trained eye can say, nah, I know, that's uh, from this uh, particular area. And what about men's fashion? I know the Charsadda Chappal and uh, yes. so the Chitralis have a different kind of like headwear. What is well, it called? Pakol? Pakol. I mean, no, actually, I think the headgear is the same. Uh, okay. But they, uh, you, maybe the royal family or those, you know, who come from a certain family wear the Mahor uh, feather. Oh, so that's because of that. I had no idea. Yeah, with that endangered, you know, uh, deer that unfortunately many come to hunt. So that's in Chitral. Ah, so I, so a very funny, and I did not know that Pathans would not, uh, as a guy, your uh, shalwar and kameez should be of one color and preferably white, right? <laughs> so as a true Punjabi, I, I thought I was being culturally sensitive. So I took out my Junaid Jamshed shalwar kameez, which was kind of multicolored with Uh-oh. white shalwar. And I went there in the communities yeah. and I got so much laughter and everyone was like, as a guy, why are you wearing this? That's when I realized that Pathan men... Simple, it's simple. It's very particular, like the same color of shalwar and kameez. Well, you know, it's just simplicity. I remember when I went to India first and we, had a, we were attending a wedding and I saw men's clothing embroidered and, you know buttons you know like really fancy buttons and my instinct was like why are they so feminine <laughs> and it was such a strange uh, 
uh, site and my indian friends were like very amused and said what do you mean like should we be wear should the men be wearing plain clothes and i was like yes <laughs> So, so, so only the women need to look pretty. Yes. But you know, this is changing. You know, like of course, you know, um, we borrow from each other. But you're right. Uh, uh, traditionally, but, but, but it's changing in the colors. so like uh, so Amir Adnan and all these big brands. I've seen like even if they open in Peshawar, the designs are very different. The designs are very simpler compared to their outlet in yeah, Lahore. Yeah, I mean simplicity. Yes, yeah. absolutely, absolutely simplicity. So we cannot do justice to KPK without going into the difficult topic of conflict which yes. has plagued KPK yes. and it has made one of the most beautiful places on earth suffer. That's correct. And so I so as we know like we celebrate the positivity of Pakistan but there are things which make Pakistan uh, which have made Pakistan suffer that's right and ha- was there anyone who you were related to or you knew who suffered the consequences of this conflict i'm i'm uh, uh, happy to say that no one directly in my family but of course you know the network between us uh, is um, you know very strong and you know as i said we are relatively a small community you know like we are the third uh, of the four uh, you know provinces in terms of size so there's a one or two degree of separation and unfortunately with the violence many people have lost their lives um, you know, bombs taliban uh, conflict i mean i definitely i mean i knew of boys who went in you know the 90s for you know for jihad or attempted jihad so yes you have you know because it's a province which borders uh, Afghanistan and unfortunately uh, you know maintaining fata as a black hole where no law applies as such or a very draconian set of laws and no oversight and no transparency it was used you know as a dumping ground for all the unsavory uh, state activities and of course f- then of course foreign intervention you know proxy wars and all of this in an area where you know um, human development uh, as it is was a challenge you know where so, literacy rates and and, uh, and that really did did have a toll on on the many kpks and people suffered and we saw uh, peshawar and other tragedies of of this time and course, and the APS, aps and the bacha khan university Absolutely. and and also like um, so i mean the one thing in spite of all this which i've seen in the people i've interacted with is that they're very committed to making it big and believing in themselves and saying that in spite of all this yes i mean you know the one of the largest communities uh, in the gulf you know uh, for labor comes from uh, the uh, from the frontier you know from mm. kpk uh, labor across this country um, is uh, kpk skilled mainly unskilled labor but also skilled labor transportation is dominated by them um in the armed forces i mean you know, we are about 12% of pakistan pakhtuns and uh, i would say i think in the armed forces from what i understand we are about 20% so uh, uh, and traders uh, in karachi all the cloth markets across this land 
managed by the Pakhtuns primarily, Afghan and uh, Pakistani. So they are, uh, so that's what I said, the most integrated of all. Absolutely, absolutely. And, uh, and I think like I, at times I feel like it's, um, that is where the pride comes from. And yes. that's where I the mean, love there for... Is no, there is no shame amongst Pakhtuns when it comes to work. There and is no sense of, ye, you know, ye both, uh, ka kaam hai. you know, there is no concept of that at all. And that's what I love about Patans, right? The hard work is absolutely, the key, right? Absolutely, absolutely. Um, so on that note, uh, would you, uh, so I, um, we are almost ending our time and, and we would like to say goodbye. Thank so, you, Rafan. Uh, thank you, Nino, for sharing uh, your maternal home with all of us. Yes. I learned a lot and I hope our listeners did. Thank you for tuning in to the many Pakistans. Okay, goodbye.